Let's turn to that Psalm 29. Want to spend a few minutes just walking through that Psalm 29. That God may help us to see his glory. That God will help us to experience that God himself will continue to amaze us because of his greatness. And I just want to say three things from that psalm. Can I just read it one more time? Just pay attention to every verse that I read. Ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon leap like a calf, Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord strikes with flashes of lightning. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert. The Lord shakes the desert of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord twists the ox and strips the forests bare. In his temple all cry, glory. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord is enthroned as king forever. The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. Hallelujah. Three things. Number one, no matter how powerful and great a man is, listen, no matter how powerful and great a man is, he must worship God. He must see the glory of God and that does not leave them the same. It pushes them to worship. No matter how great the world has told you you are, no matter how convinced you are that there is no one else like you in this world, when you see the glory of God, the greatness of God, you go down and worship him. And that's the point for tonight, that children of God, believers in Jesus Christ, would gather at All Saints Cathedral tonight, not to make noise, but to worship God Almighty. Hallelujah. To give him the glory, to give him the praise, to use our everything. Listen, there are advantages we have in the 21st century. And sometimes I think about the days of Moses and I think what would he have done if he had the drums, the keyboard and all these things. I think they would have done much, much, much better. And so that privilege, we must take advantage of it and bring adoration to the Lord in his presence. Look at verse 1 and 2. They speak of the splendor of God's holiness. Ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. God is not asking you to do what he does not deserve. It is to give him glory because it is due his name. Amen. He qualifies for it. No one else in all creation should receive our honor and our glory. Only God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. I particularly love the language in this psalm because the description alone tells you that you cannot miss the glory of the Lord. 
You cannot pretend that you haven't seen it. No way. All you have to do is to simply acknowledge that there is none like our God. Praise the name of the Lord. You all, all you have to do is say, I acknowledge. And so when you acknowledge, you ascribe that glory to the Lord. It must disturb your comfort. It must, when you realize that God deserves all glory, all praise, when it comes to your senses, when God gives you grace like you and I who are believers, you cannot just move around like nothing is going on. This is something that pushes you to lift up your hands, to give everything that you are to exalt this God on high. And tonight we have particularly chosen that we are going to sing to the Lord, we will praise, we will dance, we will do everything because we cannot pretend about the greatness of the Lord. We cannot pretend about his glory. He is the creator we are his creatures. He is splendid and beautiful. He is beyond our imagination. And all we can do is lift up our hands and worship this God who is our God. We have been created to do nothing but to glorify him. Everything that we do, we must worship him in the beauty of his holiness. Before you think about your beauty, before you think about your family, before you think about what you do not have, before you think about jobs and a car, before you think about your tribe, before you think about your skin color, before you think about anything else, God deserves glory and praise. Before you think about your bank account, before you do anything, before you think about any advantage, he already deserves glory. He already deserves praise. Hallelujah. But the second thing I would want to say, that we all must not see just the glory, but also heed the voice of that glorious God. We should not just look at the glory and be amazed at the glory and tell everybody else how the glory is so, you know, majestic, how this God is. It's not enough. When we see his glory, when we experience and know God, that should push us to obey, to listen, to heed the voice of that glorious God. And I like the description of the voice of God in this psalm. When you look at verse 3 all the way to verse 9, just pay attention to the description. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over, over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. It breaks the cedars. Listen, it strikes with flashes. It shakes the desert. The Lord with his voice twists the oaks and, the, and strips the forests bare. When you give attention to the description of the voice of God, you join with everybody else in crying out, glory, glory, glory. Praise the name of the Lord. You see, think, don't think about the voice of... You see, I had a, I had a tough 
a tough, tough, tough father. And one of the voices I feared was the voice of my father. And if you were messing around and maybe he was sleeping in the bedroom and you are disturbing his comfort, he would scream in Runyoro, if, just in case he didn't know who was there, Oh, And man, that voice would settle everything in the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. That voice. And, and when I went to Namiliango College, there was a teacher, director of studies called Mr. Antari. Now, Mr. Antari would scream in one of the corridors, what are you doing here? And the entire Namiliango College, people would move and run. Those, they would realize it is prep time. They would move. Sometimes you would run into his direction and just bump into him. Then you turn back, you know. There are men that have voices and they have begun to believe their voices are great. But listen, none of those voices measures up to the voice we read about here. Listen. Look at, it says, the cedars of Lebanon were giant trees. And I did a bit of you know, research. And these trees would go up to a height of 120 feet and a width of about 30 feet. Man, that's a huge thing. Now listen what the scripture says, that the voice of the Lord splits such a tree. That is how great that voice is. That is a voice you cannot miss. That is the voice that spoke the earth into motion. God spoke and the world became into being. This voice spoke to Pharaoh, let my people go and Pharaoh obeyed. That is the voice I'm talking about. It's the voice of the prophets when they said, thus says the Lord. When you read in the scriptures, the, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah before I formed in your mother's womb. I knew you. I set you apart. That's the voice we are talking about. That's the voice that told Jesus, as the Father sent me, so I send you. That's a voice. That's a voice you cannot miss, friends. This is the voice that is heard even in the loudest storm. This is a voice that is heard even in the deepest valley. It is the voice of the Lord. And so the, the psalmist watched with awe and amazement as God displayed his majesty, as his voice thundered, as it swept you know, away the Lebanon trees of cedar. When that voice acted and the mountains were shaken and it manifested like lightning, the psalmist could do nothing but join all creation to cry out, Glory, glory, glory. And so tonight I call upon us, specifically when that voice comes to you and reminds you of the good things that he has done, when that voice comes to you and gives you assurance that even in that wilderness I am speaking, you will not settle, but lift up your eyes to heaven and give him honor and praise. 
When this voice is obeyed, it transforms lives. It gives direction. And so we must pay attention to this voice tonight. We shouldn't miss the voice of the Lord. We cannot ignore this voice. It is the voice of the Lord that tells you, you are not by yourself. I am with you to the very end of the age. It's that voice that says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. I have good plans for you. That's the voice, friends. And that voice is here tonight. And we must not miss it. All the voice desires and requires is obedience. And you will experience the impact of that voice. But the third, the third thing from this text, it shows us that the Lord is enthroned as king forever. Listen, this glorious God who speaks to us through everything is not a distant God. God, our God is not a remote idea. He is our king. He is with us. And for this to be possible, he has sent Jesus Christ. The scriptures say, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father full of grace and truth. And from our reading today, the psalmist says in verse 10 and 11, the Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord is enthroned as king forever. The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. Praise the name of the Lord. He presides over history. He presides over the present. He presides over the future. All creation. He blesses his people with strength and peace. And so tonight, will you ask the Lord for strength? Will you ask the Lord for peace? Because he is not a remote idea. He's not so far away in heaven, and we are so way below on the earth. God is with us tonight. Doesn't it give you joy that he has not delegated to us an angel, but his presence, his very presence, is with us amidst our worship? Because he is a present God with us. And God has exalted him. Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 to 11. God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, the glory of God the Father. That is why we are here tonight to acknowledge the glory of God, to carefully listen to his voice, to pay attention to what he's saying to us, not just tonight, but in this season, not just in this season, but for the whole of life. Pay attention. You cannot miss that voice. It does not leave you lonely. It speaks into your context. This voice knows what you're going through and gives the right instructions at the right time. And a child of God that has a relationship with this God will not miss this voice. Why? My sheep know my voice. They obey that voice. They listen to that voice. Praise the name of the Lord. And so particularly as we worship, we must ask, Lord, teach me that I may see your glory. That I want us to pay particular attention to the 
greatness of God. Forget your problems. Hello. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As you come into the presence of God, today I want you to particularly say, Lord, reveal to me your glory. Yes, I am in this valley, but I want to see you. I am on this mountain, I want to see you. Lord, I am in this wilderness, I want to see you. Open my eyes, take away the veil. I want to hear you speak to me. Lord, in simplicity, in clarity, in a language I appreciate and understand. Lord, I do not want to miss you tonight. Because it's true that you are speaking. Ask the Lord to teach you to see his glory. To see the hand of the Lord in everything that is around you, that is surrounding you. That you'll hear his voice. And that will move you to give him praise and honor that is due him. Let me ask you to stand, friends. We are here to worship the Lord and give him adoration. I want you to release yourself from where you are and simply come to the Lord and give him the glory that is due him tonight. I want you to acknowledge that there is indeed no one else like our God. I want God to take away your veil so you will see his majesty, his splendor. You will see that he's been exalted. The same God who was crucified, who was buried, was exalted. And so we must not only think about his death, but think about his exaltation, his resurrection that is present with us and his spirit is with us. And just worship the Lord. Forget those that are around you. Forget those that came with you. And simply look at that majesty. And as the choir leads us, as we worship majesty, come on.
praises and worship the Lord. Lift up your voice and give him praise. Lift up your voice and worship his majesty. Lift up your voice. He's been exalted. He's been exalted. He's been exalted. Above sickness. He's exalted. Above sickness. About persecution. He's been exalted. Above everything else. Worship his majesty. Worship his majesty. Worship his majesty. His voice thunders here tonight. His voice thunders. It breaks the cedars of Lebanon. The cedars of Magnon. Worship his majesty. Oh, come on, everybody, lift up your voice. Oh, lift up your voice. Father, you deserve all the glory. All the glory. All the glory, Lord. The voice of the Lord is all over. Come on, listen to the Lord. The voice of the Lord is all over. By His Spirit is all over. His majesty is all over. The voice of the Lord. The Lord is speaking into your situations. And breaking all those cedars of Lebanon. The voice of the Lord. Striking with flashes of lightning. Yes, Lord. The voice of the Lord shaking every desert place in your life. The voice of the Lord is so strong. It's giving you direction. Just listen to the Lord. Giving you direction. Guiding you in that place of confusion. The Lord brings clarity. Yes. Speaking into your situations. Father Lord, help us not to miss you tonight. Not to miss you tonight. For a very long time. It's been so difficult. But listen. There is a voice that is able to break a tree. A giant tree of cedar. A tree to the height of 120 feet, to the width of 30 feet. The voice of the Lord is able to break down that tree. The voice of the Lord is able to scatter every darkness in your life. That voice is so great this evening. Our voice is so loud and clear tonight. It demands obedience. That voice is calling for your obedience. That voice is calling for you to submit to it. And everything will become straight. As you submit to that voice, everything else will make sense. Yes, Lord, talk to us, each one of us. Yes, Lord, every heart, speak to each one of us. Call, no, I know, 
katonda have showed themselves as great in your life. Some of these are your employers. Some of these are people that are so big in your life and they have made life so difficult for you. But listen, God says there is a greater God than that person. There is a greater God than that situation. There is a greater God who answers by fire. There is a greater God who scatters darkness. Come on, call on that God. 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 Tell him, Lord, answer by fire. Burn every chaff. Manifest the fire. Manifest your glory. Manifest your glory. Manifest your glory. Manifest your glory in my situation, in my circumstances. Manifest your glory, Lord, because you are that God, the God of glory. Lord, I want to see your glory. I want to see your glory in my children. I want to see your glory in my life. I want to see your glory because you are a glorious God. And so, Father, we thank you because you are a glorious God and you are our God tonight. So even as we continue in this section and segment of worship, Lord, your glory, Lord, your glory, we want to come face to face with your glory, Lord. We want to touch your glory. We want to see your glory. We want to walk out of this sanctuary with the radiance of your glory. We want to walk out with the radiance of your glory. Oh, yes, Lord. 
want to see your testimonies of your glory because that is who you are. Thank you, Lord. And so we give you praise, we give you honor. A thunderous hand clap, somebody, everybody. Give him praise, everybody. 